Day with plenty of sunshine. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 37 degrees in Pensacola, 39 in Gulf Breeze, and 35 in Milton. Your next news at 7:30 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 923. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Join Micah Rockwell, the owner of the new Fleet Feet Pensacola, Wednesday at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. His guests will be Dr. Grace, a podiatrist, to talk about preventative care, insoles, general foot care for diabetics, and arthritis. Other topics include Fleet Feet shoe fitting process, Fit ID foot scanner, shoes for runners, walkers, comfort, pain relief, and more. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Text or call with your questions. 850-437-1620. News Radio Pensacola. Your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award-winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin. Followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Like sands through the black water, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. I'm going to make a motion to appoint Randy Jorgensen as the interim manager and for the city attorneys to begin contract negotiations. Being a former employee and not an current not a, not a current employee, I believe it's not appropriate to be appointed. In the, in the event that a vote that takes place and you, people here want to try to appoint him, I think he should be considered a new hire, subject to an updated employment application, res, resume submittal, and a full background check. Print him, book him, check him, investigate him. Yeah, who, do, who is this Randy Jorgensen guy who was a city manager for so long and a department director before that? Good call, Mike Cusack. Make sure to vet him. <laughs> Stop it. Come on. This guy is coming out of retirement to fill a hole created by Scott Collins, who has now hokey-pokeyed himself out of the job entirely. And, um, you know, again, Pitchfork Posse representatives on the city council, Mike Cusack and Marilyn Fair, are like, oh, I just don't know about all this, you know, because the, again, goal of the Pitchfork Posse primarily is to stop the wastewater treatment plant from happening. And 
that was a project that Randy Jorgensen shepherded into existence. And, you know, five members of the city council want that or six, depending on who's in attendance at any given moment. Uh, the mayor does not. Uh, well, <laughs> she more aligns with the uh, the Pitchfork Posse and certainly against Randy Jorgensen and brought that up at the city council meeting. That was part of the drama. So people who are normally pretty diplomatic even said they were frustrated by Scott Collins leaving again, Gavin Hawthorne. I mean, we've already been burned by Scott Collins multiple times. So my opinion is more so, okay, what if he does work at a lesser capacity, Scott? And then he leaves, you know, then what are we stuck with? Chief Tyndall will take everything. And, and Chief Tyndall, the police chief, does not want this job, apparently. Uh, Casey Powell, same thing. The ones that have reached out to me all have the same opinion. And the department heads that I spoke to are ones that I trust. And I know that they are interested in what's best for the city. And those are also department heads that if we were to lose them, we would be in serious, serious jeopardy on being able to operate on daily on the daily basis. And so we cannot like do anything that's going to really rock the boat, disrupt the car. They want Randy Jorgensen. So let's put the person in that makes sense, give them what they want, keep things going forward. And also this idea of kind of keeping Scott on to do a couple of things. And again, just to be clear, I like Scott. I think Scott is very capable. I think Scott thought he was getting into a, a bee's nest and he wound up finding out that it was a hornet's nest and he wasn't interested anymore, you know, particularly with some things connected to Mayor Heather Lindsay and some of her allegations about him being a patsy for the, you know, the elected representatives in Tallahassee or a, a dupe for the people in, um, you know, the development world who are taking advantage of him and he doesn't know it. And he said, all right, enough of this. This is ridiculous. And so I'm out. Casey Powell says, I just, we can't count on Scott Collins. We can't trust him to do what he says he's going to do because a couple of times now he's burned us with that. I find it unfortunate that we're in the position, but I also don't know going forward how I could trust the suggestion of having Scott as a temporary basis. Which is understandable. We, we put our eggs in his control too many times now, and it just cannot work out this way. We got to find a different solution. So meanwhile... Uh, Pam Mitchell says, you know, Randy's terrible. And Sherry Chapman says, you know, Randy's terrible. And, you know, Teresa Messick, I think, is one of the other ones. She's They didn't say her name in the meeting, but I think that's who the other one was. And she's the one I always have trouble figuring out who she is. But, you know, same thing. He's terrible. Um, meanwhile, you know, Randy says, look, you know, I like my schedule right now. Six Saturdays and a Sunday. I don't need to come out of retirement for this, but I can help. I can do it. And then things got really interesting because all of this had followed a big presentation by Scott Collins about the wastewater treatment plan and the options and the expenses and the challenges and the problems. And his basic takeaway advice was maybe we just let the Pace Water System handle our waste processing and we just pay them annually like $3 million or so to do it for us and we put in some infrastructure to connect us better with them. Instead of this process going forward was kind of what he had said. Meanwhile, Curtis Krebs, and this was the most surprising thing to me, is you had representatives of department heads show up at the city council meeting and try to beg, basically, the city council members, please bring Randy back. Um, this is the only decision for us. I'll play that for you in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Well, East Nine Mile Road at Kim Strand this morning. We have a disabled vehicle with roadblock there. And uh, earlier on the Bob Sykes Bridge, we did have that vehicle crash with injuries. Uh, if you're headed to Pensacola Beach this morning, you might see some crews on the scene clearing that. Uh, but we do have lanes open uh, southbound there. Uh, we do have a prescribed burn at NAS Pensacola today. So if you see some smoke, um, that's probably what that is from. 
Uh, but if you have any information on this, let us know. 437-1620. Around town, we're looking good. I-10 and I-110 are posted speeds. Nine mile, not showing any issues. Uh, Gulf Beach Highway, not showing any delays. And uh, Davis Highway is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton, Brent, and Fairfield. Uh, 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. You know, if you um, uh, are thinking about taking care of pests this summer and trying to reduce their presence in your lawn, whether it's ants or mosquitoes or anything else, roaches, fleas, rodents, whatever, Insect. They will come and take care of you. They target and eliminate the most common household pests. Professionally trained. Show up on time. Take pictures before, during, after. Send you an email so you can follow up and all of that. Fire ants. They've got fire ant protection. Takes just one treatment. Treats and bonds with the soil and guarantees you a full year of fire ant protection instead of chasing the mounds around. Insects mosquito management plan identifies mosquitoes creating the problem and creates a monthly service visit to effectively reduce their population in your yard. New annual pest control customers get $50 off right now. Some restrictions, $25 off a new annual fire ant contract. Estimates are free. You can sign up today at NSEC, E-N-S-E-C dot net. Back to the Milton City Council melodrama theater, which somebody texted and said, I feel bad for everybody that's off for President's Day and doesn't get to catch up on the days of our Milton. <laughs> I actually did think, you know, I don't know if I want to do this today or wait till tomorrow. And I'm like, I got to get it up. What happens when I put stuff off is it winds up getting never done. And I didn't want to have that happen. Uh, somebody else says, um, I thought we just hired a new city manager. You did. That's the one who quit. Scott Collins. That's that's exactly right. So back to the uh, the situation here. So like I said, the I've never, in watching all of the city council and county commission meetings, I don't remember a time God, the closest I can think of is when people showed up at the Escambia County Commission, the senior department folks, to protest the firing of Janice Gilley, which uh, was, God, such a debacle for the county. Anyway, um, that's the closest I can remember to any time. Like, the department heads, always they have to serve whoever they serve. For them to show up in a group and say, please, take Randy. We got to have him. This is Curtis Krebs, the CFO. Hi, Curtis Krebs, CFO. I'm dealing with the audit. I've sent it to our auditors, the state audit, dealing with the regular audit for the city. Everything's going fine. I had them look at the state audit questions. They didn't have any problem with them. We're going to get them the information within two weeks. He says the audit's not a big deal. That's something that kept coming up a lot is we're under this audit. And Randy put us in the position of being under the audit. He's like, we can handle the audit. No big deal. If we don't act now, he says we're going to lose $38 million in grants that are secured for the wastewater treatment plant. Oh, and by the way, this plan to bond $50 million and spend $3 million a year to go to Pace Water? And then if you take a $50 million revenue um, bond, that's $3 million a year that has to be paid out. Well, that's... Just debt service. ...going to amount to defunding the police or defunding the fire department. No. Scott won't say it, but... I'm looking at the numbers. I know what the numbers are. That's what happens. So I'm 100% in favor of Randy. And he says, look, also, I don't really need this job, but I serve this this city. And that's why I'm here. Been here six and a half years. I drive an hour each way. So, you know, just I, I'm for Randy. Uh, he knows what's going on. He knows how critical it is. And I don't think anybody else does. And I disagree with uh, Scott's numbers. The CFO says Scott's presentation and numbers are not accurate. He does not agree with them. Sandra Woodbury, the grants manager, who got all that money for the wastewater treatment plant, same position. If I went on what was reported this evening, all the information, and I've shared this 
was Scott Collins. I would lose every dollar of the grant money. Meaning, don't go on what you were told two hours prior by Scott Collins. The numbers guy and the paper guy, and then we've got the negotiator. And we got the person that galvanizes and brings together a team of staff that I have never had the pleasure of working with together before. I, I've never seen such a strong team. And we all believe in this project, every single one of us. Again, supporting Randy Jorgensen to come back because he's the one responsible for putting all these people together and getting this project to the place where it's at right now. And she says, this resignation is hurting us bad. Scott Collins leaving is hurting us bad, but we can do this. Just bring Randy back. But I know in the bottom of my heart that Randy Jorgensen can hold us together because there couldn't have been a worse time for Mr. Collins to give his resignation. And he knows that. That hurt me as an employee. I'm here. I don't have to work. I'm here because I love this city. I live in East Milton. I shop here. I love the city. And I would do anything for Joe Cook <laughs> and Curtis Krabs and Randy Jorgensen. And let me, let me say this. Sandra's delightful. Okay. I don't know any of these people personally, but having watched these meetings, Curtis Krebs is not one that I know. Sandra's great. And she brought in all this money for the, I mean, like the Pittsburgh Posse was so bent on moving this plan or getting it out of their backyard that they, I mean, almost seemed like they were going to attack her and try to get rid of her to get rid of the money source, like anything to stop it. Joe Cook, meanwhile, is the guy who's the public works director. I mean, he's super salt of the earth guy. I also had never met him personally. I'm just telling you what I observe in the meetings a lot. And, I mean, this is a guy I want on my side. Here's what he says. I'm a Randy Jorgensen fan for this. He is the right man to take over the ham. I would like to say that Scott put on a very large presentation for you tonight. That was a presentation Scott put together on his own. Staff wouldn't have any input in it whatsoever that I know of. I had none whatsoever. Wait, the public works director... The budget, the uh, the um, the grants director and the CFO weren't involved in a presentation that was going to influence the city council on massive direction for this 50, 60, 70 million dollar wastewater treatment plant project shift to pay the what? I mean, that's just and he says it's a terrible plan, by the way. You're talking about sending sewer to pace million gallons a day. You ever thought about what that cost to be? It's going to be a lot. I don't see any feasibility to send the pace. You're going to send pace $3.5 million a year that you could be paying for your own plant over there that's drawing revenue for you. I don't see that as an option. Plus $3 million in debt service for the $50 million that you'd have to bond for it. And he says, look, we can do this. We can do it. So three serious department heads show up and say we want Randy. Five of the seven city council who are in attendance want Randy. Um, Randy's the only guy who's really capable <laughs> at this point to step in. So naturally, people are going to vote against it. Well, two of them anyway. Okay, the vote is um, five to two. Councilman Farrow and Councilman Cusack are nay. The remaining members are in favor. And so um, that concludes our business tonight. We're adjourned. 
There you go. Done and done. Oh, I mean, they got to negotiate, but I'm sure the negotiation is going to be very straightforward. Uh, just one more thing. Uh, this is now act three of a, of a three-act play, so we're done. Okay, we're done. Um, but I will just mention, in case you didn't hear it in the first two hours, uh, remember Heather Lindsay, mayor? She's fighting all the time with everybody. Um, doesn't like Alex Andrade. Has blocked Alex Andrade, the city attorney, from texting her or calling her, so won't talk to him. She actually filed a complaint with the Florida Bar against Alex and tried to get his license either punished or revoked, claiming that he botched up all the stuff with Scott Collins and negotiations and has been inappropriately dealing. I even got named in this in this uh, filing with the Florida Bar, crazy enough. Um, it reads like a weird, self-deceived personal manifesto, like, I don't know, some junior high girl telling her friends about how wrong she'd been treated by her. It's weird to read. And the Florida Bar said... Uh, this is purely a political maneuver, and you're not supposed to do this through us. We don't work that way. Um, go away. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a little uncharitable version of their diplomatic t- telling of her is there's nothing to see here. Move along. So now I actually have to wonder if city counts. And, and Alex Andrade has written some very strongly worded things about her since then and says, you know, like she shouldn't be allowed with city employees alone because she's dangerous and toxic and I actually expect the city council to take up the question of whether to vote a censure on her. It wouldn't surprise me at all. So if you had thought that maybe we were done with this show, because (laughs) Scott Collins said we would be, not yet, not just yet, exactly. 725 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake? All right. If you're on East Nine Mile Road this morning at Kim Strand, we have a disabled vehicle with roadblock causing some slowdown there. And earlier on Bob Sykes Bridge, we did have that vehicle crash with injuries. Uh, I think all the lanes are open now as crews are uh, clearing that scene. And uh, no, it's not a Snoop Dogg concert. We're going to have, if you see some snow, uh, smoke coming around from uh, <laughs> NES Pensacola today, there is a prescribed burn, so all that smoke uh, should be there. So uh, if you do have any inform- any uh, more information on that, please let us know, 437-1620. Uh, I-10 and I-110 are posted speeds. I'm not showing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in Car City. We're looking good from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. Lillian Jackson, Navy, New Warrington, all accident-free on the west side. If you do see anything out there slowing you down, you can call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Right? Is that mm-hmm. right? Are you telling me there's going to be smoke on the water today? A little bit of smoke. A okay, little bit enough. of smoke on that water. Hey, if you are a business owner, you've got employees, you got to deal with benefit plans, health insurance, dental vision, life, uh, disability, HR, payroll, all of that stuff, Torgus and Causey can take care of you. I mean, if you love doing what you're doing right now, great. If there's any party that's like, eh, <laughs> or uh, whichever it is, call them. This is what they handle. They've been handling it for us now for about seven years here at News Radio and Cat Country, and they have been fantastic. Gave us options we didn't have, customer service we definitely didn't have to that level. Uh, they have been just fantastic working with them. 20 plus years helping local businesses like yours handle all of that stuff. 433 9996 or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. <laughs> The Florida Department of Health in Escambia County works to protect, promote, and improve the health of everyone in your community. Listen in tomorrow at 1030 to the Pensacola Expert Panel when Director Marie Mott will give a public health update. That's tomorrow at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. I bid you a happy President's Day. Undoubtedly, the United States of America is the greatest country in the world today and possibly in all of human history. This President's Day, be sure to take time to praise God for our constitutional republic. Praise Him for the purpose of government, as explained in Romans 13, which is to punish evildoers and to protect those that do good. Praise God that you live in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Take time today to pray for our current president and to praise God for our previous presidents like George Washington. Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Ronald Reagan, and so many others. Further, as 1 Timothy 2 instructs, pray for our civil authorities that we may all lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. That was Strength for Life, hosted by Pastor James C. Johnson. For more Strength for Life, check out our website at strengthforlife.church. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. It's like headline news for radio. Every day, 4 to 7 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. By your command. Good morning, 729 on News Radio 92.3. David Wayne is back in the news chair with our headlines. David. There's a new study showing taking antidepressants like Prozac while you're pregnant can hinder a child's brain development and possibly cause mental disorders later in life. Uh, that's the finding in a study published last week in the journal Nature Communications. All right, very good. A couple of quick hit dad jokes. You ready? Somebody here says on social media, no man has ever won a game of, notice anything different about me? <laughs> this one says, a truck loaded with Vicks Vapor Rub overturned on the highway. Amazingly, there was no congestion for eight hours. <laughs> David Wayne will have your local news coming up next. Oh, plus racism in the Florida Senate after the break. Fox News. I'm CJ Papa Flags at Half Staff in Minnesota this morning honoring two Burnsville police officers and a fire department paramedic shot dead. According to police, an unnamed armed man was barricaded inside a home with family members, including seven children between the ages of two and 15. Now, city officials say the situation, quote, escalated into gunfire after law enforcement arrived. Fox's Todd Pyro, the gunman, was later found dead. The kids were not hurt. Some Democrats want President Biden to forget about a run for a second term. If Biden were to step down and not without precedent. LBJ famously declared in an address to the nation on March 31st, 1968, I shall not seek and I will not accept the nomination of my party for another term as your president. The new Monmouth poll shows nearly half the country thinks Biden will be replaced as a Democratic nominee. Lucas Tomlinson, America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 at News Radio 92 3, 38 degrees right now. It is mostly sunny this morning. Beautiful morning in Pensacola. 
A Navarre man has died after crashing into the toll plaza on the Bob Sykes Bridge early this morning. First responders were called to the scene at about 3 o'clock this morning. FHP says a 26-year-old man driving a Toyota 4Runner crashed into the toll plaza. That man was pronounced dead at the scene of the crash. For a while this morning, southbound traffic heading in into Pensacola Beach on the bridge was closed, but that has since reopened, although there may still be some delays there. Uh, If a new law makes the cut in Tallahassee, it might become a first-degree misdemeanor to get too close to first responders who are trying to do their job. A law was recently passed in the state Senate. It puts that distance at 14 feet. I'm not the sponsor, but my guess is that they got with uh, Florida Highway Patrol, they got with the city police, uh, county sheriff's office, and said, what would be the optimum space you need to operate safely? And that is State Senator Doug Broxson. He tells Channel 3 the law would just be common sense. PPD says it won't affect people who want to video record their officers, but PIO Mike Wood does say that they would have to record from that 14-foot distance. He also tells Channel 3 officers won't be looking to arrest family members that are trying to check on relatives in distress. Another bill is also working its way through the state house regarding the issue. A Baymanette man arrested for a shooting in Foley a few weeks ago. That happened February 4th. A family said their vehicle was shot as they were driving down the road. It destroyed their rear windshield. Police say the shooter was Demarius Daly. They believe he hit the family's vehicle as he was shooting at his intended target in another vehicle. Daly was arrested over the weekend. He faces five counts of shooting into an occupied vehicle. He remains in the Baldwin County Jail. A cantonment man is dead and two other people were hurt in a crash on Beverly Parkway and Pipeline Road over the weekend. FHP says three pickup trucks collided Saturday afternoon. It happened when a Nissan crossed the center line, entered the path of a Ford truck. That truck swerved and was sideswiped. Meanwhile, that Nissan crashed head-on into a Dodge truck. The 45-year-old cantonment man was driving the Nissan. He died at the scene of the crash. A passenger in that vehicle was also hurt. The driver of the Dodge, a Milton man, was taken to the hospital with serious injuries. As South Carolina's primary gets closer, Governor Ron DeSantis questioning Nikki Haley's campaign strategy. And so her strategy has been to appeal to people right. who aren't kind of stock Republicans and car carrying Republicans. That's just not going to work in a Republican primary, but it's definitely not going to work against somebody right. who's as well known and has already been president like Donald Trump. DeSantis was on Fox News over the weekend. He says during the caucus in Iowa last month, thousands of liberal Democrats showed up and switched their party affiliation to Republican to vote for her. DeSantis says Haley is, quote, poisoning the well with the majority of Republican voters. Now, the Daytona 500 was postponed over the weekend. NASCAR made that call yesterday morning with the rain and the forecast all day yesterday in Daytona. The race is now scheduled for 3 p.m. Central Time today. Joey Logano starting from the pole position. They're also doing the Xfinity race, uh, and that'll be ahead of the Daytona 500 uh, going on uh, this morning. It is 7.35, News Radio 92.3. Jake's got a look at our traffic on the fives. Well, East Nine Mile Road at Kim Strand, we have a disabled vehicle with roadblock there. And earlier on the Bob Sykes Bridge, we did have that vehicle crash with injuries. 
Uh, if you're headed over to Pensacola Beach this morning, you uh, might see some lane blockages as they are just getting that uh, scene cleared up finally. And uh, if you see some smoke near NAS Pensacola today, there is a prescribed burn. Otherwise, around town, I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds, not showing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in Car City. Davis Highway is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton, Brent, and Fairfield. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace this morning. You're looking good. And Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway and Summit Boulevard, also not showing any accidents. If you do see anything out there on our roadways slowing us down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437 I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. We will have a beautiful sunny day today with temperatures in the 60s, 61 degrees for your high. Temperatures tonight dropping back in the 30s, 39 degrees. For Tuesday, a nice sunny pattern continues high near 65 degrees. Tuesday night temperatures dropping near 47. Warming up on Wednesday into the upper 60s with a high near 68 with plenty of sunshine. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, it is 40 degrees and sunny in Pensacola, 35 in Gulf Breeze, 36 in Milton. Your next news at 8, breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jim Chesko with your money now. For the first time in more than two decades, Mexico last year surpassed China as the leading source of goods imported to the United States. This amid growing tensions between Washington and Beijing. Figures released the other day by the U.S. Commerce Department show that the value of goods imported from Mexico rose by nearly 5% from 2022 to 23 to more than $475 billion. At the same time, the value of Chinese imports tumbled 20% to $427 billion. Even with lingering concerns about inflation and interest rates, Americans are feeling better about the overall economy. The University of Michigan's Index of Consumer Sentiment ticked up six-tenths of a point to 79.6 here in February. The index had soared in both December and January. The survey's director said the fact that sentiment lost no ground this month suggests consumers continue to feel more assured about the economy. That's your money now. For a short month, February sure has a lot going on. The big game, Mardi Gras, Valentine's, and President's Day, to name a few. So, what else can we celebrate? How about a very low interest rate and $500 cash when you finance a 2024 Volkswagen at Feedmore Imports? That's right. Feedmore Imports now offers 1.9% financing for 48 months on all 2024 Tiguan and Taos models, plus $500 customer cash. The 2024 Tiguan S from 29101 and financing for 1.9% at 48 months. The 2024 Taos S from 24991 and 1.9% financing at 48 months. Plus the 2024 Volkswagen Jetta S now from 22481 with available financing of 1.9 at 48 months. These deals won't last long, so hurry to feed more imports. They're not in Car City, but at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rates and bonus cash for qualifying credit. CCI must take retail delivery by March 4, 2024. See dealer for details. Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel, Thursday at 9.30. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join him Thursday morning at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Gulf Coast businesses are set to lose over $5 million this month. 
I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your Cybersecurity Tip of the Month. It's the beginning of tax season, and scammers know the threat of an IRS audit gets people to pay. Know that the IRS will never initiate contact through email, and any email threatening an audit is just a scam. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. Hey, Pensacola, get ready for a midday delight that will have you hooked. Weekdays from 11 until 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Tune in to the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins are their dynamic trio that will keep you entertained, informed, and laughing out loud during your lunch break. They dish out the hottest topics, bring you the latest news, and deliver their unique blend of humor and insight that will have you coming back for more. It's the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show on News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Who let the dogs out? Question for you. There, there are 75 Confederate-era monuments in the state of Florida, I think 30 of which have been removed or relocated, whatever. But for those that are remaining... Do you all have, like, a space we can put them in, we can relocate all of them to, and you guys can all sort of just sit around and enjoy them, that, but they don't have to be in public spaces anymore? Well, you might worry about the Spanish monuments all over St. Augustine, South Florida, Tampa, because once a Native American finds out that he has standing to bring to tear down those statues, we won't have any statues in Florida. Right. They'll be in people's houses like you want, sir. So Jason Pizzo, a Democrat on the board, had uh, on the, um, uh, the sorry, the committee in the Senate, had been offering to people who came up in defense of the Confederate monuments, you know, how much would it cost to relocate that to your your yard? Because I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. I'll, I'll pay for it every time. So that's the background of that one. Um, this conversation about preserving historic monuments, structures, plaques, gravestones, all of that, preempting essentially the preservation of those things to the state of Florida and Tallahassee. Um, H- SB1122, okay, SB1122. The reason this came across my desk is because I saw a story in um, News Service of Florida that said this bill was probably going to die because uh, Senate President Pasadomo had said that she was very troubled by the racism that had showed up in one of the hearings. So I went back and watched the hearing. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> no, she's not wrong. Um, so... This is where things get feisty, um, if it had not been already. Uh, Charles Patrick shows up as a lawyer, I guess, a former lawyer, something like that. Anyway, shows up in Tallahassee and says, y'all got to stop taking these things down because it's an attack against white society. This product of removal of statues that have historic significance that are over 100 years old is part of the culture war being waged against white society oh no (laughs) no you know how sometimes like somebody um um is on your side but you wish they weren't (laughs) you know like that's bad you don't be us no no that's bad okay so he goes on and i'll tell you who else are the targets of this george washington thomas jefferson Alexander Hamilton and Francis Scott Key. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that's a very, very forced, deliberate, and polite thank you, sir. Rosalind Osgood, a Democrat on the committee, says, I have a question for the uh, the person who's in favor of protecting white culture. 
you spoke to the importance of teaching history. Yes. Are you in support of teaching racism, sexism, and oppression as a part of that history, too? No, I am not. And okay, in fact, thank you. I'm opposed to critical race theory, which is what this whole thing is based on. I never on. said critical race theory. I said it because that's exactly what this, your actions are based on. Excuse me, sir. That will not. That type of conversation to a member of the Senate will not be appropriate. All right. So it's getting a little feistier. That's Alexis uh, Kaladiu. She is uh, the chair of the committee, and she says, I have a question for the person. I have a question. I do not believe the majority of people who sup- I do not believe people who support this policy share your perspective on supporting white culture or supporting the concept of the need to push white su- Supremacy is what I heard. White culture, white supremacy. So I just want to clarify that was your intent in your public testimony today. Yes, it was. Thank you, sir. What just happened? Play it again. White culture, white supremacy. So I just want to clarify that was your intent in your public testimony today. Yes. It was. Thank you, sir. Oh. Uh, okay. Cigarettes are good for your health. <laughs> the, uh, the Germans were on the right path. I mean, what what other things can you say in public where you could be any farther from what's acceptable, mainstream, normal? Oh, yeah. White supremacy culture. I'm all for it. Jason Pizzo, Democrat on the committee. A Democrat I really like, by the way. I don't agree with him a lot, but I like him. He's sharp. He's sarcastic. He's feisty. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's the one that's been offering to move the monuments to people's backyards at his personal expense. You ready? This, is, this will catch you a little off guard. It did for me. Are any of your ancestors have a plaque or a statue that is in danger of being removed from somewhere? Yes. Um, can you tell me where? Natural Bridge. Uh, how much would it cost to relocate it to your home? You tell me. You, you, you don't, you don't I don't know? know. I have no idea. Okay. Can you follow up with my office and let me know, and I'll have it delivered to your yard? Thank you. All right. They, they served when their state called. Sir, can I ask you another question real quick? Millions of Germans were called to duty, and part of that duty was to kill six million Jews. And you don't have a problem with preserving history by keeping up any monument, plaque, memorial, or set of that will speak and preserve. I'm a f-ing ass. No, sir, why don't you why don't you take a walk? Take a walk. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did, sir. Yeah, you did, sir. Yeah, I don't miss much. Take a walk. Sergeant, if you could please assist us. I'm sorry you didn't hear it, but I that one right there. No, you know what? I, you can stay, but you suffer whatever consequences there are by, by calling me that when we walk outside. Okay? Is that fair? Okay. Is there more? Who's <laughs> <laughs> feeling uncomfortable now? <laughs> Man, my, my heart's racing over here. Wow. Oh, somebody confesses to believing in white supremacy culture. Somebody calls a state senator an F and an A, and he calls him for it, and he says, 
No, you can stay, but, you know, we'll see what happens outside. Um, I think Jason's a former, I think, I can't remember if he's an he's attorney or a cop or something like that. Anyway, not that they're the same thing, but. Um, so then we have a lot of people who testified in this committee about how these Confederate monuments are all about white supremacy, lost cause, you know, trying to uh, send a message to black people that they're not wanted. And I think a lot of them were. Okay, I think a lot of them were. I know that that's not something that the supporters of the monuments uh, like to acknowledge, but I think the evidence favors that. I still don't think the Lee Square Monument should have been taken down. I don't think you take down history. I don't think it should be preempted to the state either. I think your local municipality should be able to make that decision, and if they make the wrong decision, well, that's democracy. Um, And, you know, but I would have... I would have said keep it up. I would have said keep the Confederate flag on the five flags displays, even though I hate the Confederate flag and pretty much everything that it stood for. Okay, uh, I'm you know I'm a northerner at heart. I hate that flag. I don't hate people who believe in that flag or think that it stood for something else. And I don't have a problem with the flag flying over the city as part of our historical observation. I just you know I I found a lot of conflict over the the subject, but I think that this censoring of things is bad. But I don't think the state should be. Stepping in and telling local municipalities what they can and can't do, which is what it's trying to do here. Have we gone to traffic yet, Jake? I think I have not. So go uh, ahead. Tell n- them about the traffic. No. Uh, okay. So here, let me get back to my map here. Uh, East Nine Mile Road at Kimstrand. We had a disabled vehicle earlier with some roadblock, but I think that has been cleared out of the way. I'm not seeing any major slowdown there. And earlier on Bob Sykes Bridge, we did have that uh, fatal uh, vehicle crash at the toll plaza there, but uh, crews have been on the scene clearing that, so it shouldn't be causing any slowdown. And uh, if you do see some smoke coming uh, from NAS Pensacola today, there is a prescribed burn scheduled for today. Uh, if you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or tra- uh, text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Jake. How's your heart doing? Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you that. Wow. So wow. Jason Pizzo, he later apologized and said that he may be misheard. Uh, and Mr. Pearson, I apologize. It's what I saw and. Um but I, I know you don't. I don't even know you. He said, "I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, sir, that because you don't know me, that you wouldn't have said that." So I, I apologize to you, but that's what I saw, and um, there's that. So he goes on to say, "Ty Cobb was an absolute racist, heinous fool, but he was an amazing baseball player." True. Right? I would love to own his rookie card. Agreed. Teddy Roosevelt did some pretty horrible things against the Irish and, and Italian immigrants in the United States. Thomas Jefferson didn't even free his four of his own children, biological children. But I don't discount, because of his heinous acts, the merit of his brilliance in the founding documents and formation of this country. I don't. And there are plenty of places to go see it. And that's why we shouldn't be censoring things, but also why, you know, should the state be stepping in and forcing municipalities what to pay for and what to cover and forever to protect? No. And he says, So I'm not joking when I say I will cut you a personal check today to help you relocate this so you guys can all sit around in a room and stare at these statues. But I've got members and colleagues whose families have also been here, sir, since 1821, and not voluntarily, who have to drive around the block and pass through a rotary and look at a plaque or a monument that serves no other purpose than to remind them of the time that their family, at best, were three-fifths of a person. So he also said, you Republicans say you believe in local control, but yet you're running this preemption bill to the state. He also says, oh, by the way, your bill doesn't cover something that I can think of that a a municipality could do, and please don't change the bill to change it. Here's what your bill doesn't preclude. 
And I want to be very clear about legislative intent and plain reading. And I, I would ask you, sir, Senator Martin, not to change the words that often happens when I bring up a thing that no one thought about before. There is nothing in your bill that precludes a city from covering a statute. Right. <laughs> I mean, they, it's not removing, right? Oh, who didn't think about that? So then you had the follow-up to this white supremacy thing. And you could tell that, I mean, the Democrats are already against this bill, okay? And Lori Berman said, I can't believe we're having this bill. This is ridiculous. It appalls me. She's a Democrat. I am so um, appalled by what I have just seen in the last hour or so. The absolute display of white supremacy of people talking about this bill. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's not wrong. It's it's pretty disgusting. Uh, Jennifer Bradley, who's a, re- a Republican. I'm going to be up on this bill, but I want the record to be perfectly clear. The comments that I heard today from several gentlemen, I'm looking right at you, were vile. They were bigoted. They were racist. They are what is tearing apart our state. They are what is driving a wedge between people. And you are the reason I am vacillating on whether or not to even vote yes, because it looks like I endorse your hatred. And I do not. And I think that there are other reasons for this bill. But you make me want to vote no. Right. The You know, when horrible people support a thing, <laughs> you kind of don't want to be on the same side as then as them. Uh, the chair again, Alexis Kaladiuch, she's a Republican. I'd like to say I've never been um, so moved by what someone has said in public testimony as the gentleman who admitted to um, advocating for white culture and white supremacy. By the way, moved and not in a good way, she means. I, I, can't, tell you, I can't tell you how um, atrocious, um, despicable I, I feel um, towards those those sentiments because I would never want to be on the same side of such disgusting ideas. And so Jonathan Martin, who's the bill sponsor, says, look, when I brought this bill last year, I was smeared as a racist. My family's from Iowa. You know, we're not Southern people who come here loving the Confederacy. I just hate to see all of this history torn away and the revisioning of all of that. And meanwhile, the Democrats who have been posturing against this bill, I think, had left the committee. Jason Pizzo, anyway, had left. Uh, And so uh, apparently I was trying to find it on the video and I couldn't confirm but That's what he says. But then here was his final summation close. I'm passionate about this, but I'm passionate because I want to work together to make this bill better. I want the African-Americans in Jacksonville specifically to feel a part of American history, and it's not happening. The solution that they're providing, that the Jacksonville City Council is providing, is tearing down statues of Democrats. Quit it. Let's add to the history. Let's add to the triumph. Let's show why so many in Jacksonville are living proof that America works. The Constitution works. A little bit of a zinger there on who was supporting slavery in the South back in the day, just in case you had forgotten. So, yeah, they voted to advance this, um, but it may be dead now. Kathleen Pasadoma, again, the Senate president, has said that because of the comments about white supremacy and white culture, you know, it's kind of like, you know, (laughs) you showed up to advocate for a thing and couldn't help poisoning the very thing you were trying to do. Like, you know, you talked yourself out of the sale. And... uh, Look, it's always awkward. If you find yourself on the same side as people who are repulsive you you just got to kind of like you got to ask am i on the right side but look sometimes there's repulsive people on both sides (laughs) you know that can be true as well and 
sometimes just because a repulsive person happens to advocate for a policy you advocate for, it doesn't mean that therefore the policy is a repulsive one. But you should ask the question. Are we doing this for the wrong reasons? 437-1620. What do you think about all this? 437-1620. If you have any kind of a hardware need, you need to, you know, get a tool, you need to get supplies, or you need advice on how to fix, repair, upgrade, remodel, or build something from scratch, Pensacola Hardware, right downtown at 20 East Gregory Street, the oldest business in the entire state of Florida since 1851. Fantastic wisdom, knowledge. They understand the field. They have the stuff that you need, and if they don't have it, you don't need it. 33 of the 46 presidents, they have been in business for 33 of the 46, which is kind of amazing to think about. They know how to do it, and they can help you rebuild, remodel, and uh, just fix anything in Pensacola. 20 East Gregory Street, right downtown. Traffic on the fives now with Jake. All right. We're looking good on our roadways around town. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. I'm not seeing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in Car City. Gulf Beach Highway not showing any delays. Uh, we did have that accident earlier on Bob Sykes Bridge. Uh, that vehicle crash there. Uh, if you're headed to Pensacola Beach this morning, you might see crews still on the scene clearing that, but I don't see any major slowdowns. And if you do see some smoke near NAS Pensacola today, there is a prescribed burn scheduled. Um, if you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. Your road to adventure starts with the 2024 Subaru Outback and the 2024 Subaru Forester. Both come standard with symmetrical all-wheel drive for confidence along the way. The Subaru Outback, according to Kelly Blue Book, is one of the best family cars of 2023. And according to Auto Trader and my good friend Max here, the Subaru Forester is one of the 2023 best cars for dog lovers. For information on all the awards and accolades from Kelly Blue Book and Auto Trader on the Subaru brand, the Subaru Outback, and the Subaru Forester, visit kellybluebookkbb.com and autotrader.com. Whether you're a Forester family or an Outback family, your road to adventure starts in a Subaru. Get yours during the Subaru A Lot to Love event. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Auto Trader is a registered trademark and used with permission. NAS Wedding Field is a major training facility for our United States military. It produces more than 1,200 pilots a year and is the home to the largest air wing in the U.S. Navy and produces 100% of all Navy, Marine Corps, and Coast Guard helicopter pilots. But NAS Wedding Field has a lot more to offer and makes a huge impact to our local community. Tune in today at 9 to hear what's happening at NAS Whiting Field on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Here are the News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 contest rules. You can win one prize per household per contest in any 30-day period, unless specified by individual contest rules. All prizes on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 are non-transferable, non-redeemable for cash, or exchangeable for any other prize. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 prizes must be redeemed within. A- 
All right, a little bit out of time here, but uh, do we have a short one for you, David, in the newsroom? Sure, how about this? At least uh, one person has been killed and five injured at a shooting at a Waffle House in Indiana last night. Police say it started with two groups of people who got into an altercation right now. There's no word on whether the injured people were also involved in the shooting. My goodness. And caller number one wins a pair of Pensacon tickets. See, you got to pay attention. 437-1620. And breaking news when it matters most. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.